Alrighty, little, um, I had a question from a young man who is asking me about um, getting a job, needing a job. And I thought I'd record this lesson that might be helpful for him. And look, heaven forbid, maybe anyone young, but that being said, um, maybe when we're all young, we don't want to hear this stuff. I don't know, but I'm just thinking back, you know, 47, I can't remember when I was that age, some 30 odd years ago. You know, because we remember our life with with our older brain, and we probably don't remember how young and sort of stupid we were. Because <laughs> um, I'm sure I did some stupid stuff when I was a teenager. Because uh, you know, my son's 15, and one of his mates is a year or two older, and had some questions for me. But anyway, so uh, he's talking about um, how do you get a job, and um, you know, and as an employer, I can definitely give him some insights. So, um, firstly, I, I just wanted to say that um, there's one thing that is absolutely true, is that at 15 to 17, none of this stuff matters. You know, go and screw around and go to the Caribbean and, um, you know, backpack around Europe and, like, do nothing if you want. You know, no matter what you do at 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, this is going to be the end of the world Whatever you do, goofing off. Just try and survive. Learn some things. Try some things out. Find out what you want to do with your world and what you're passionate about. Um, I remember I thought it was the end of the world when I didn't get my first job, which was for McDonald's. And I thought, Jesus, if I'm not even good enough to get a bloody job at Macca's, what the hell good am I? So it killed, you know. It was my first ever interview. I didn't know what I was doing. didn't know anything probably was so nervous that at the time I thought it was all right, but I didn't get a job at Macca's. I thought it was the end of the world. Um, I eventually got a job at Woolies stacking freezers and I, you know, like I thought that was actually important. And I suppose at the time I'm glad I did because I took it seriously and it gave me the pocket money I needed. But, you know, with the benefit of hindsight, very little that I did vocationally back then was to do anything except pay the bills, pay mum some board and stay alive, let's just say. Um, So now I'm not saying nothing matters, but I am saying with the benefit of hindsight, 47 years old, I look back and I don't know. It certainly wasn't the end of the world. Anyway, if you do need a job, of course, you need some money to to get by, to live in this world, to pay some rent, to pay some board, to eat, etc. So the advice I'm going to give this young man is my son and many of his friends seem to talk in riddles and almost like talk a language called meme in that many of the sentences that they just say seem to be designed to try and be funny with every single word, every single sentence and every single piece of communication. Like it's always trying to be funny. But the problem is us adults don't find teenage humor today terribly funny. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think it is amusing. Just recording something, babe. Uh, I don't think it is, you know, kind of terribly amusing, at least to me. To them, I'm sure they crack each other up. And I'm sure the same thing was true of our generation. I'm sure we said stuff that we thought was hilarious when we were teenagers going around quoting Eddie Murphy. I'm sure we thought that saying guniguhu to each other as teenagers was hilarious. Um when we were, you know, doing that. Similarly, when these guys are quoting their favourite YouTubers seemingly talking another language, 
us old farts don't seem to find it funny. So what I would say uh, to this young man who's asking me, I don't even know if he's asking me for a job or if he's just saying, how do I get a job, as an example of employers. But what I would say is I haven't offered this young man a job, even though I have some respect for him, because he bought a whole bunch of personal development materials at a teenage age. I thought, that's incredible. Most people of that age don't buy Gary Vaynerchuk books to learn about how to market. They don't buy, um, you know, uh, uh, motivational books like from... um, I can't remember which ones they bought, you know, uh, How to Win Friends and Influence People and all those sorts of books that are classics in the world of success. This person bought a lot of them. And so I have a great deal of success for that, uh, uh, respect for that. But the reason I haven't uh, offered him even an entry level job in my company is I'm yet to see, with almost no exceptions, the serious side of this person that makes me think, wow, okay, this guy may goof around a bit when he's messing around with my son, but when it comes time for business, he will add value to me. So like back in, you know, even if I was a goofball and at school, I might have used to, um, you know, quote Eddie Murphy and be an idiot. When it come time to pack the shelves at Woolies, I wouldn't dare be anything but serious and take the fact that they were paying me 14 bucks an hour or whatever it was, I would take that job because at the end of that, you know, eight-hour shift on a Saturday and four-hour shift on a Thursday, I would take that 150 bucks or whatever it ended up being. So if I was going to take their money, I needed to do what they wanted me to do, which was turn up on time, not goof around at, at work, and do the job they pay me to do. So um, all I've seen yet from this person, which is a wonderful uh, trait, is the willingness to invest in oneself and buy some books and CDs and materials, which is wonderful. I need to see from that person that they are willing to learn. And if I'm going to pay them, you know, whatever it is an hour, say I'm going to pay any employee 25 bucks an hour, I need them to be saving me 25 bucks an hour in inconvenience as far as you know, if they were doing one of the jobs, like a PA. A PA does many of the jobs that you would have to do yourself if you didn't have one. So sometimes that's personal convenience that you're investing in. And sometimes a staff member is if you're paying them 25 bucks, they need to be making you at least 25 bucks plus a return on that investment. Otherwise, they shouldn't be there. So, um, yeah, I guess that's what I would say is that... um, in, in the case of this person asking me what he should do about getting a job, if that was asking me for a job, then I need to see uh, a serious person who isn't going to make my business look silly if someone interacts with them, especially given that my job is a very public and a very, um, uh, you know, it's, it's a professional uh, marketplace that I serve and I can't have anything but someone who can at least pretend because I'm a goofball myself, right? I understand that. But at least when it comes time for business, I pretend to be uh, serious and know what I'm talking about, even though I'm just a bit of an idiot myself, you know. Um, My clients don't, you know, even they want to see my humanity and rawness and realness, they also need to have confidence that when it comes time for their business and their life and their business life and their monetary success or lack thereof, when they put that in my hands, they need to know that I take that with so much seriousness that it's not funny. And um, I am able to do that. And so similarly, that's what I would need to see from an employee, that they're not just there, um, you know, wanting a job, but not 
really understanding that it is work. There's a you know there's a book out there called It's Called Work for a Reason, um, and there's a reason that they pay money because you would not do the task uh, if it weren't for the money. Because it's something that some, you know, you wouldn't do. It's not like a hobby. You don't get paid for a hobby very often. So, um, so yeah, uh, you know, look, I'll leave it at that. I wouldn't, uh, you know, as an employer, I want to see, um, you know, if you really wanted a job, here's what one would do. One would go to any employer that you wanted, find the dream job that you wanted, and go and find the person whose financial success personally rides on the success of that business. Have a meeting with that person dress as professionally as you can and do all the research you can on that company. Know everything about it, everything. Then go and have that meeting and have a conversation over a coffee and express how admiring you are of the company and in in some back and forth conversation about it, ask some questions of that uh, boss, that that, um, manager or that uh, owner and... um, uh, you, uh, you know, have a two-way dialogue about the company. I'm sure this person is proud of the company and will talk back and forth about it with you and express your knowledge. Use that conversation to showcase that you know things about the company and it shows that you care. You've researched it. You've done your homework. And then when uh, when the time is right, look that person in the eye and say, what would have to happen for me to do an unpaid trial for you? I don't want any money. I just want to learn. So what would it take and what task would you have me do for free just to get my foot in the door and show you that I will, be, I will make every employee that you've ever put on look lazy compared to me? I'll do anything you ask. You ask me to do X, I'll do X times three. What menial task would you have that if I did it wonderfully would add insane value to your company? And let me do it for you for a month for nothing just to show you that any wage you gave me in the form of a job would be tiny compared to the return on that investment that you're going to get as a result of giving me a shot. And the risk is all on me. I'll work for nothing for as long as you want, whatever hours, whatever time, whatever inconvenience, and whatever job. Give me a shot, and I promise you, every other employee will look bad compared to what I'm going to do. You want to give it a crack? So there you go. There's the script. You go say that to any entrepreneur. You'll be given the shot that you want. Then you've got to walk your talk. So I tell you, if you can do that, I don't care what the job is. As far as my people that I know as entrepreneurs, they'll give you a start. And um, some of them won't even let you work for free. But the fact that you've offered will be enough. I don't know. Let's see. But that would be some advice that I would give to a young person if they wanted a dream job. Or just apply for 200 jobs. You'll get one of them. You know, it's all good. All right, that'll do. I hope that's of some satisfactory as an answer. Be serious. Show that person you're serious. Show them that you care about the business and show them that you'll do whatever it takes to make it in this world. You give that thing a nudge, you'll get a job. Otherwise, you know, just have some fun. Have some experiences. Learn what it is that you're passionate about, what you want to do with the rest of your life. And um, sleep on the floor with nine mates in a, you know, one-bedroom apartment because that's what being a teenager is all about. You know? All right. Talk to you later, guys.